Do you want to align with God's vibes, adapt to a spirit-led lifestyle, and live out of the fullness of God's plans and purposes for your life? This podcast is for you. The good news I have for you is that your time is now. It's time to transform self-sabotage into self-mastery and revolutionize your world. If you're ready to go beyond the ordinary and break out into the extraordinary life God designed for you, you're in the right place. In the God's Vibes podcast, you will find the freedom and permission to stop chasing success the world's way and simply be who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be. My name is Juliana Page, and my mission is to lead you on the ultimate adventure, aligning and tracking with God so you can radically transform your life from the inside out and build spirit driven success. Using life coaching and biblical and prophetic teaching, I'll show you what it means to dwell in the good land God ordained for your life and train you to be a powerful person who is a walking testimony of what's possible with God. Subscribe to God's Vibes for spirit-filled real talk, hard-hitting truth with a humorous touch that will help you discover who you are in God Dare to press through your seeming limitations and chart a divine path that will renew your dreams and transform your future. It's time to experience true freedom through courage, faith, and self-mastery. I dare you to step out in faith and courageously dive into the purposeful life of trusting God for the impossible. Let's go. What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello, hello. So good to have you here. We're going to break the spirit of discouragement today. That sounds fun. That's what we're going for. So stay tuned for that. If you are hearing this this week, hopefully, (laughs) we have a purpose planning masterclass on Thursday, November 30th that you may want to be a part of. May being definitely be a part of. We had so much fun doing this last year and we are bringing it back by popular demand. (laughs) So we're bringing it back. Purpose planning is all about, yes, visioning, for your new year and for what's next that you get to partner with God in, but it's assigning and ascribing purpose to every single thing that you do. There's a purpose for your money. There's a purpose for your relationships. There's a purpose for you. There's a purpose for your business. And we talk about how you can make this practical, how you can make it simple, and how you can actually make the vision board happen, how you get to partner with God to co-create these things. I don't know about you, but I definitely have gone to vision board parties before. I've cut things out of magazines and put them on to a board, a poster board, right? And had that sitting in a closet. (laughs) I've also used Pinterest to start getting pictures and images of things and bringing things to life in that way. But this is deeper than all of that. So this is going to be really powerful, super practical. It will change the way you vision. So join us, Purpose Planning Masterclass. It is free. It's inside CourageCo. So it's www.courageco.org to join us. Once you log in, CourageCo is a private app. So once you log in, it is free. 
but you are going to need your own unique name and email address to create a unique user inside there and you can start building community and share with other people so really really fun but it is an app that you're going to need to log into but once you're logged in you'll see the purpose planning masterclass under events and you can rsvp there www.couragego.org. We also on Thursday, November 30th, have a information session on the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program. So if you are interested in becoming a certified spiritual life coach, or you already are a Christian life coach, but you want to learn more about spirit driven entrepreneurship, about kingdom influencing, about bringing the prophetic, bringing prayer, integrating your faith into your business. This is for you. So we're going to talk all things about that certification live so you can join us live and get your questions answered. That is also in CourageCo, www.couragecoe.org. You can go under the apply free access to get all the details there. All right. So, so fun. We also have a bunch of holiday specials right now. So I would strike when the iron is hot, as they say. <laughs> if you've been looking ways to for to invest in yourself, this is a great way to do it. This is a great time to do it, to snag the price that really just makes sense. It's too crazy not to. We've got the Courage Co. training bundle or the holiday bundle. We've bundled an entire year of trainings together and you'll get access not just to the trainings, but to the notes, to ongoing support with the content and also different interviews, which are testimonies of what's possible with God, which is so, so powerful. So you get all of that just for a one-time payment. This is not a subscription. You just literally pay a one-time payment. That is it. So you can scoop that up right now for a crazy price. You can see it over at Courage Co. as well. It is the Courage Co. training bundle. We also have the mastermind right now marked at 30% off. Like what in the world? <laughs> this thing is marked at 30% off. It is also at courageco.org. So you can find and access those there. If you have any questions at all, you can email info at julianapage.com. I am also booking one-on-one -on -one coaching spots for a few people. I have five open spots for... January. So if you want to get on the calendar, now would be the time to do that. They are available until they are booked. So if you're looking for some one-on-one -on -one coaching and support, and you've been looking for your next coach, you can reach out to the team info at julianapage.com, put coaching in the subject line to request more information. And we're happy to get that over to you. All right, let's break some discouragement. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So Breaking discouragement is really deciding, <laughs> deciding it's a decision. So deciding in advance that you're going to set the course of your life. You are determined to have and enjoy your life, right? You are determined to do that. You are setting yourself to do that. Okay. And this is you deciding that you're going to see good days, no matter what. You're going to do that. It says in James 3, 2, for we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member 
slumber and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. Powerful. Remember this powerful truth. If something happened, then something was spoken. If something happened, then something was spoken. God spoke the world into existence and our present realities have been greatly influenced by words spoken in the past. Psalm 34, 12 says, Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Okay, this is telling me that peace doesn't just whack you. (laughs) You've got to actually pursue it, right? And when we pursue peace, we actually can access the supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. But it is something that we pursue. David asks a question in verse 12. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? He is basically saying, who wants a long, fulfilling, and happy life? Anyone? (laughs) The answer from most probably would be, I do, right? So what then does David first mention as apparently the most important factor in having this abundant life? Well, before I answer that, let's consider what he did not say. He did not mention different types of behaviors and attitudes. He also promoted, he did not promote, rather, the need for spiritual disciplines. So what did he say? He said that we first concentrate on the words that we speak. So we don't got to get our behavior right. We don't got to make sure that our attitude is A-OK, right? Or that we're super disciplined and super spiritual. We just got to pay attention to what we're saying period. He basically says, don't speak evil and don't speak lies. And one of the meanings for evil is malignant. So this compares to Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed from your mouth. So speaking corrupt or malignant words is not just cussing or gossiping. It's speaking death instead of life, right? The same tongue that speaks blessing also speaks cursing. We are also told to keep our lips from speaking deceit. This certainly would include refraining from dishonesty and the things that we talk about, but it's much deeper than that as well. Do our words consistently line up with the lies of the devil or with the truths of God? If we see life through the lens of lies, the devil's perspective, we will speak deceit and curse our future. If we see life through God's perspective, truth, we will speak truth and bless our future. We will talk more about setting the course of our lives through the words that we speak. But as we close this thought for today, I want to give you some homework to really help you apply truths from this lesson. Okay, so number one, think about declarations that you can write out each day for the rest of a 30 day period. Okay, so set yourself to write a list of declarations and do this each day for 30 days. There actually is a 52 card declaration deck that I've made. You can grab it on Amazon. It's just called the Declaration Deck by Juliana Page. You can also go to julianapage.com books and the link to the declaration deck is there. But write out declarations that are needed for certain areas of your life. You know they're needed because you're wavering in those areas. So write out declarations. A declaration 
is a declaration of God's truth. So you've got to get the scripture and you've got to write a declaration of that scripture. So if you need some help, we've got that declaration deck to help you. It's also powerful to write these out and make them very personal to you as well. Number two, start speaking life over yourself and your circumstances like never before. Like do it to the point where it annoys you. Find the ideal times for you to do so. So when you're driving your car, you're cleaning your house, you're doing laundry, at the end of your prayer time, you're going for a walk, whatever it is, point at things and declare the promises of God. Even lay hands on yourself and declare the promises of God. And it might take a while for you to get used to doing this, but it will soon become natural and normal to you. And this shift is how you stop the enemy from continuing to discourage and bully you. And number three, ask God for a heightened awareness of when you speak deceit, when your words are in agreement with the lies of the devil and not God's truth. Right. Really, really think about that. I know when I first became aware of the lies that I spoke, it was very depressing (laughs) because you realize how many that you're speaking all the time. Right. But then it's empowering when you know that you can make changes to reverse the curse. Okay, so a lot of times we are living in things that we spoke and if we don't like it, we got to change what we're speaking. Okay, so write out declarations and declare them each day for the rest of of a 30-day period. So you could start today. You can even start at the top of a fresh month if you want to, but start speaking declarations daily. Start speaking life over yourself and your circumstances like never before. Like don't stop, make it training. And ask God for a heightened awareness of when you speak deceit so that you're aware of it so you can see where changes need to be made, okay? Now, Psalm 34 again says this, Come you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's another great one. Yes, you can make Jesus your Lord and Savior by inviting him into your heart. However, you've got to work out your own salvation, right? You are a new creature, a new creation, but you got to have a lifestyle of embracing that. And that's new. <laughs> that means you've got to change a lot of patterns, right? It's like you can get delivered instantly, but you still have to do now what a free person does. And we are so free that we can choose bondage. That's real. So David shows us an incredible way to think and live in Psalm 34. He invites us into an understanding of something very important. He says this, Come you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. We know that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the beginning of knowledge. Says this in Proverbs 9.10 and Proverbs 1.7. This fear though is not a fear of punishment. Okay, Jesus was punished for the believer. Yes, we are to fear that we might drift away from God, but a greater dread for a believer is to not reach our full potential or fruitfulness in Christ, and that we will stay stagnant in mediocrity, distraction, and spiritual barrenness. Not fun. I believe this fear is the same as the fear and trembling mentioned in Philippians 2, 12 that I just mentioned which will cause us to work out into our world the great salvation that is within us. 
So I propose that one of the first things we should fear is that we won't speak life and won't create an increasingly successful environment for our future and those connected to us. If we speak cursing, we will see it. If we speak blessing, we will see it. To avoid this mistake, we need to realize the power of this statement. I set the course of my life through my words. Your words create worlds. <laughs> okay, I set the course of my life through my words. Yes, there are many other factors in determining the course of our lives, right? But if we don't understand the power of our words, we will either be cursing the positive things we are doing or we will miss creating opportunities because of our silence. This is unfortunate and too often true. Our lives are like a huge ocean liner. If the course of the ship is changed by one degree, when it's far from land, it will arrive in a very different spot than the original course would have taken it. Our declarations of truth change the course of our lives by small degrees. But what a difference it makes in our final destination, not just for us, but for those that are connected to us. So remember this, get this into your being. I set the course of my life through my words. Okay, so think about it this way. Where do you want to be in five years, in 10 years, okay, in 300 years through your descendants? <laughs> Start declaring it now. Think long term. Proactively set the course of your life and family tree through calling those things that are not as though they are. If you really want to have this rudder in your life, right? You've got to start speaking and you're not going to be sorry, right? You've got to start speaking. And here are the things to do. Read your declarations and continue speaking life throughout the day and start the habit of proclaiming dreams you feel God has given you. Set the course of your life by declaring God's general promises and his specific ones that he's made real to you and say things like, I will, I have, my, fi my family is, thank you God for, right? Whenever you are in this discouragement, right? Something that's really positive or helpful is to flip the script, literally. So if you have, you know, this anxiety bubbling up in your being, God, thank you that you are present help in time of trouble. Thank you, God, that you are where my help comes from. My hope and my expectancy are in you. I thank you, God, that out of nothing and no way, you make a way. You turn this situation around by your power and for your glory, and I am here for it, <laughs> right? Help me to see this differently in Jesus' name, right? You can literally flip that around. You don't have to be like, oh my God, and like stay in the anxiety. You can literally flip it. You can flip it. You are that powerful, okay? So set the course of your life. Now, the other thing with discouragement, it often has a touch of unbelief in it. That's why we're discouraged, right? There's distrust in discouragement usually. There's a lack of surrender, and there's also some unbelief hiding in there. And it says in Philippians 3.12, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the great goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ. So weightlifters understand that muscles are built by pressing against resistance. That makes sense. 
overcoming believers and faith walkers also understand that resistance is a friend in our journey to become fully convinced about God's goodness and his promises. Without resistance, we have no reason to really contend for a blessing. Think about this. Salmon, the fish, okay? They're fascinating fish. They are birthed in fresh water, then live in the ocean for years, and finally come back to fresh water to spawn so that their species can increase in number. The remarkable thing about this process is that they spawn in the same location where they were born, and they often overcome great odds, like waterfalls, to get there. And God has put in them a homing device, like a direction device, right? And an overcoming spirit to fulfill their calling. And he's done the same for us. We already have that in our DNA. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Come on now, First John 5. We also have what it takes to go upstream in life, meaning against the resistance. And truly, a victorious believer will embrace a life of swimming upstream against old mind currents <laughs> that want to imprison them in valleys of unfruitfulness. So one way to do this is by setting the course of our lives with words to go against the flow of unbelief. Okay? Remember this, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Here are some common situations that often contain lies, which can be combated with a specific promise of God. When experiencing lack and uncertainty, say, my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. When feeling hopeless, say, God has a way to get me from here to where I need to be. There is a direction for me to take that is powerful and good, and he will empower me to walk in it. And again, I'm connecting scriptures to these. So the first one was Philippians 4.19. This one is 1 Corinthians 10.13. When feeling weak, say, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. When you think you are a failure, say, he who has begun a good work in me will complete it. Philippians 1.6. When you don't know what else to do, bottom line things and say, I'm going to be okay. I am going to be okay. God will make things work out for me. Romans 8.28. These responses are not you being a weak believer, but a strong one a courageous one. And these responses will help us set the course of our life towards God's promised land and away from mediocre or shipwrecked living. There have been seasons in my life where I've had to focus extra, 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 extra in speaking and thinking and meditating on God's promises. That does not just come easily. <laughs> Some people might make it look easy, but that doesn't come easily. You've got to do hard work. And this isn't public work. This is private work. Okay. But it is his promises that allow us to participate in the divine nature. All right. And the divine nature is supernatural living. Second Peter 1, 4. So spoken words have a powerful effect, but inner self-talk is also important to our lives. We resist lies first in our thoughts and then move into those thoughts that we're speaking. Okay. So, 
It says this in Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Spoken words have a powerful effect. And this inner self-talk is so, so important. We, resli- we resist lies first in our thoughts, right? So this inward conversation is what Paul refers to in Philippians 4, 8. He urges us to intentionally direct our thoughts in specific directions. And that's what it means to meditate on something. You are intentionally focusing on something and breaking it down like digestion. <laughs> you got to chew on a word, break it down, Okay. It is part of our spiritual warfare of taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 And all believers must learn the habit of inwardly directing thoughts towards faith, towards hope, and love, and away from the lies that create hopelessness, fear, selfishness, and ungodly priorities. This is all coming from our mouth. Okay, We, we can partner with discouragement, or we can decide to partner with encouragement. Self-talk refers to the dialogue that happens inside our head when we are faced with challenges of life or even simple day-to-day matters. Okay, my self-talk was like this loud bully, this judge, this critic, this jerk, okay? (laughs) I definitely had a bully in my mind, right? And if we're not careful, this self-talk can really just crush us. It's not going to motivate us. It will crush us. And self-talk is a running commentary in our thinking about everything we do. Okay, sometimes you see this in movies where you're watching a character and then they have voiceover or a narrator, right? It's like that just living in our being all day. We're talking to ourselves all the time. So self-talk never lets anything occur without meditation or reaching some sort of de- conclusion. So we we predetermine a lot of things. So unless you're thinking about what you're thinking about, <laughs> unless you're challenging your thinking, you're letting a old script run your life. So there's main areas that we need to focus on with this meditation and this self-talk, okay? One, conclusions about ourself and our identity. Who do we think that we are? We cannot use our experience or our feelings to conclude this. Joel says, let the weak say I am strong. We are to create our identity beliefs from God's word and not from our experience or from the opinions of other people or from our past or traumas. We have to create, we create this. Another decision. We create our identity beliefs from God's word and not from those other places. We also have to be aware of conclusions about other people. The Bible says that love believes all things and hopes all things. That's coming from 1 Corinthians 13, 7. So our thoughts about others were either help release them into a higher place or become a hindrance in the spirit realm. For them, especially if we are a person of influence in their lives. I'm going to say that again because this is a really big deal for, for parents, for just if you're in a relationship with, you know, somebody that you <laughs> want to mean well to, right? Really listen to this. Our thoughts about others will either help release them into a higher place 
or become a hindrance in the spirit realm for them, especially if we are a person of influence in their lives. Think about this. If you've had a parent or a loved one, curse your destiny, what you're here to do, the calling on your life, your assignment. You could never do that. That's not responsible. Why would you do that? You can't be successful at that. That's a hobby, right? Think about that stuff. That is crushing people. Because now instead of listening what was true for them, they start listening to you. Problem. And then people never step out and into what they're here to do. So really, really pay attention to that. We are here to encourage and build people up, not to break their spirit. And when a spirit is broken, it's a really dangerous place. The enemy can truly have his way with you. So even in times when we must confront difficult situations in relationships, we can still guard our hearts and seek to see the person as God sees them. Okay, you can't do this in your own strength. You can't do it clearly when you're operating out of emotion or when you're mentally not in a good place. But this is really, really important. Really important. Also got to pay attention to conclusions about God. Because just as we cannot create our identity beliefs from our experience, we can't create our theology from it either. Okay, our God concept must be strongly defended from demonic lies that raise doubts about God's will, his goodness, his power and the details of our salvation. So my personal God concept, I had to really challenge my experience with my earthly fathers, (laughs) Um, abandonment, betrayal, neglect, right? Many, many things, right? I had to, to challenge that. You know, God doesn't care about me. God just wants me to be successful. So I got to figure that out. And if I'm not successful, then all these bad things are going to happen, right? Like I had a very interesting God complex. It wasn't, you know, a closeness, a fathering, a nurturing, a development, a protection. None of that was happening, right? So I'm like, God doesn't care. But that really was a big deal, right? It took me a long time to get to God because my core belief was God doesn't care. God's not for me. God doesn't love me. I'm unlovable, right? Whatever the thoughts are, that was a really big deal. And then I also had a hard time receiving God's goodness because I was groomed to be a high achiever, a perfectionist, a doer, right? So I always thought that things had to be connected to doing. I couldn't just be worthy. I couldn't just be blessed, right? Like that doesn't make sense. That completely shifts my concept here, my paradigm. So I really had to challenge A lot, a lot. Those are just some examples, but I had to challenge a lot of conclusions about God. So we also have to be aware of our conclusions about our circumstances and hear this truth. How we respond to what is happening is almost always more important than what is happening, okay? It's not usually the incident itself that's the problem. It's the meaning that we give it. So we are to avoid placing conclusions on circumstances without first meditating on the promises and the goodness of God. A lot of times we label or judge things that we've gone through and we get it wrong, but that can limit us for years, some for life, okay? So we've really got to pay attention to what we've made things mean versus what God says about those things. And it's important to have special seasons in our lives where we declare war on our thoughts, right? When you are up leveling and breaking into new territory, your thoughts aren't going to (laughs) cooperate, right? It can indeed get pretty intense at times, but it will become easier as we develop new strongholds of faith, hope, and love. You predetermine this, right? 
So you've got to turn up the volume of your self-talk by meditating or thinking on God's promises, his love and his goodness like never before. So think about currently what it is that you might be delighting in. This is really interesting to me, right? Because the scripture I was meditating on one day was delight in the Lord, right? Delight in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. I'm like, awesome. That sounds good. What does it mean to delight in the Lord? I'm not really delighting in anything. And I'm like, is that true? I'm like, well, and it's like, well, what are you delighting in? I'm like, well, I'm delighting in overwhelm. (laughs) I'm delighting in stress. I'm delighting in fear. Truly, like these are things that I'm delighting in, right? I'm delighting in frustration. I'm delighting in making things complicated. I'm delighting in murmuring, complaining. That ain't it, right? Maybe I should change my delight. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Now if I actually delight in the Lord, (laughs) right? He's going to change my focus, my perspective, my heart, my moods, my attitudes, my mind, right? And then I will be ready to actually receive the desires of my heart. Interesting. Okay, so we've got to really, really pay attention to this. And now I want to talk about the spiritual rudder here for a second. So it says in James 3, 4, look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a small rudder wherever the pilot desires, even so the tongue. So a rudder gives direction to a ship, right? And even though it's small, like really in comparison to the entire ship, it steers this large vessel whichever way it's turned. So a powerful engine is of no value unless the rudder is working properly. That's how powerful this little part of the ship is, right? And our tongue works like that too. So our tongue works like a rudder for us, taking us wherever our words are directed. So just think about this in your life. Where have your words been directing you to date? Is it on what you enjoy? Is it in what you want to delight in? Is it in what you want to see more of in your life? Where are your words directing you? So let me ask this again. What dreams do you have? What promises has God made real to you? What changes are needed for you to become the person you are destined to be? Where do you want to be in five years? How can you point the ship of your life in the direction of these goals? Think about that. You do so by using your rudder, your words, to direct you towards God's highest purpose. Words not only direct us, but unlike the rudder of a ship, they also create power to move us to our destination. Romans 10.10 says, confession is made unto salvation. So our verbal declaration takes us to salvation. Like what? Ephesians 4.29 reinforces this by saying, good words impart grace to the hearers. Check that out. Good words impart grace to the hearers. And we are one of the hearers of our own words. Think about that. You're talking to yourself all day, every day. You are hearing your words all day. Shouldn't some of them be good (laughs) life-giving, promises, blessings. I don't know. That sounds wise. And grace is the ability and power to do God's will. It is divine enablement, okay? So here are some declarations, right, that can pull you towards something. For example, common things that I usually see that people are encountering I've encountered as well, right? It could be relational. It could be financial. It could be health, right? So here's some common ones. I am debt-free. 
I lead someone to salvation every day. My marriage is experiencing breakthrough. I write books that are read around the world. My church is strong and making a difference. I consistently bring God encounters to other people. I am free from addictions. I love to exercise and eat right. I laugh 400 times a day. (laughs) Right? Laughter is medicine to your soul. It is not foolish and it is not childish. It is joyful and it is childlike, but it's your strength. So if you're not laughing, you're taking life way too seriously and you probably need to chill. Okay? We do not set the course of our lives without our words. We set the course of our lives with our words. The moment we speak, we begin to be drawn towards a thing. And certainly there are more factors besides words, right, that are going to influence our final destination. Faith without works is dead, right? There's things that we got to be doing here. But we cannot minimize the importance of our proclamations and our declarations. And whatever we continuously talk about, we're going to begin seeing an increase of in our lives, whether it's revival, problems, God's promises, the untrustworthiness of people, (laughs) right? We'll see it. And each of us can consistently speak our own set of declarations that relate to our unique goals, dreams, and promises. And we need some that seem ridiculous and laughable. Like truly, Abraham had those, right? I have a vision board that I'm still looking at. I'm still expecting the God of the fourth quarter to show up. Like, let's go, (laughs) right? There's no coasting. We're still going, okay? So it's important to remember that we are not just pulling ourselves towards these things, but we are pulling our descendants too into what we're declaring. So some of what we say will only be fulfilled through our lineage, right? We might not see the result of everything that we're sowing right now. But ask yourself this question, what are you waiting for? Start right now. Start right now to start pointing yourself and your life rudder towards what is good and what will make a difference for other people. Speak your future as if it is real now. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. It says this in Romans 4, 17. You've got to call those things that are not as though they are, okay? So if you've been facing discouragement, okay, what you got to practice is encouragement, but you got to start saying these things out loud. You've got to encourage yourself in the Lord. You've got to know God's word. You got to start speaking it out loud and speaking it over yourself and over your circumstances, over other people in your world. And you've got to get good at doing this in many different ways, right? The more you start speaking, the more God will start giving you things to say. And Holy Spirit will actually give us words to say as well, okay? But this is so important for you, for your future, for breaking discouragement, all right? So you've really got to think about doing that and creating this list of declarations is everything, right? In those moments where you're really being challenged, you want to just be able to pull out a list of declarations to speak over your life. So I can give you 10, right, that I can just share right now, okay? You ready? These are basically confessions that are foundational to building your faith, and they increase your expectancy of God's goodness, and this increases the manifestation of that goodness in your life as well. Because Jesus said this, according to your faith, so be it, all right? So you can say these things every day for a month and you can start to see what happens in your life and it's going to be super exciting so some things come only by prayer and fasting 
but some things come through declaring, okay? We can cancel a whole lot with our words. So here's how you can create some things. I'll just give you 10. Number one, my prayers are powerful and effective. Number two, God richly supplies all my financial needs. Number three, I am dead to sin and alive to obeying God. Number four, I walk in ever-increasing health. Number five, I live under supernatural protection. Number six, I prosper in all my relationships. Number seven, I can consistently bring God encounters to other people. Number eight, through Christ, I am 100% loved and worthy to receive all of God's blessings. Number nine, each of my family members is wonderfully blessed and radically loves the Lord. Number 10, I uproariously laugh whenever I hear a lie from the devil. (laughs) Right? The devil is a liar. We don't have to partner with a liar, right? So you've got incredible power in your words. You don't just have to sit in discouragement. Sometimes we can sit in the luxury of being discouraged and that's not going to serve you. That becomes at some point a luxury. At some point you have to decide enough is enough and turn that thing around, right? Don't let the enemy mess with you. Go mess with him right back. Bully him instead. So a great way to overcome discouragement is to break agreement with it and to start talking to your soul and setting the course of your life with your words and making a priority to speak to things, okay? It, it may seem weird, but it's actually really weird to not do that. <laughs> it's like, who would stay in bondage? But so many of us do because we don't know where our power is and you have power in your words, but it will take discipline. It will take focus. It will take self-control to actively get better and better and better at doing this all the time. But then when an attack comes, you're more readily able to respond and shut it down immediately versus letting that take you out. Okay. You are here to be a powerful person, but you've got to work your tools. All right. So I hope this message is giving you some context. We're going to go through some really great strategies in this purpose planning masterclass on Thursday inside Courage Co. www.courageco.org. It is free, but that would be a great thing to build declarations for, right? The the areas that we're going to uncover there are going to expose where you could actively be declaring different things in your life. So I encourage you to join us to get equipped and to put this to work, like put this to work today, this week. Come up with a few declarations a day and you'll have a list of 10 for yourself in no time. Okay, borrow some of the the declarations that were shared here, but do not stay silent. You've got to start speaking up and making the enemy pay for how he's been bullying you. Okay, you get to set the course of your life with your words and that will be how you break discouragement off of your life. Encourage yourself, literally pour courage into yourself and fan that flame within. All right. Oh my goodness. I hope this message was helpful. If this podcast has been blessing you, I would love and be so honored if you would pay it forward. You can do so by rating the podcast five stars on Apple Podcast and leaving a review about how this has changed you, how it's changed your life. It's so encouraging for other people to see that. And it's one of the ways the podcast grows. It gets exposed to more people and they can be uplifted and inspired as well. So if you've been blessed, it's a beautiful gift to pay that forward. I would appreciate it and be so honored for you to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're not sure how to do that, you can Google God's Vibes, the podcast, and you'll see the Apple podcast link pop up. 
That's if you don't already have Apple Podcasts on your phone. And you can click on it, and then you can click on the podcast. It will open up, and you can scroll down to rate it five stars and leave a review. Once you do that, don't stop there. I'm going to bless you right back. You can go to www.julianapage.com slash podcast and put some information there, and I will send you the 30-day God's Vibes Matter devotional. That's also a great place to write down your declarations, right? Do a devotional a day and write a declaration a day. You will have that in your being in no time, (laughs) right? That's a great way to start storing God's word up in your heart. So I will send that your way when you rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. It would be my honor to do that for you. So thank you so much for being here. I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. 
If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.